This is your friend and your brother, Pastor David Henry from the Church of God in Christ here at One Burlington Street. We want to thank you for your support as we praise the name of the Lord together. Thank you, the Lord bless you. Welcome to Kojic Aston Podcast, where we believe we are all equal at the foot of the cross. We greet you in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. And we pray you subscribe to our church podcast for divine worship, praise and discussion. Every week, the saints at our church get together to earnestly pray for each prayer request. If you would like us to pray for you, send in your prayer request to astonevangelism at gmail.com. Visit our website www.kojic-aston.com and join us on the App Store, Play Store, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Type in Kojic Aston. We're excited to bring to you Church of God in Christ, Birmingham Aston podcast. We pray you're truly blessed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Some people want a breakthrough by standing and looking. Need a breakthrough by being a spectator. You don't get breakthrough by standing and looking. You don't get miracle by standing and looking. You don't touch God with your hands at your side and your mouth closed. You have to do something to draw his presence. One person just cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, and he stopped the crowd. Uh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, 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 oh. oh sha. Let heaviness lift your body. Feel the spirit of heaviness when I walk into the service. Uh, heaviness. Let heaviness get out of our church. So we can worship God. That's what we come to do. To worship God. In the beauty of holiness. Mm. lifted up and my mouth full of praise with a 
heart of thanksgiving I will I will bless thee I will bless thee I will bless thee I will bless thee oh Lord Hey. Hallelujah. Oh. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Christian, I do not understand the purpose for you to come. The only aim for the Christians to come is to make sure that God be glorified. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, divine God. Is it all right? We're not going to be dragged into worship this year. We are going to be lead, led into worship. Is that all right? Is that all right, saints? Hallelujah. The saints must come with an heart to respond to God's goodness. God has been good. Can I say even the unsaved supposed to come with an heart ready to respond to God with a praise. For God is not only good to the saints. God is good to every person that sits in here. And we just can't come and sit down without telling him something. Is that all right? How grateful to God we are to see our district superintendent with our hands together for yes. Hallelujah. We speak up until last night and he didn't even say he's popping by. But he's a superintendent. He can pop into anything he wants to pop into because he's a district superintendent. To the elders and all the rest of officers, to Elder and Pastor Scott, how much we will miss them. Yes, they always bring sense of joy and blessings whenever they come to be with us for a short while. 
And some people come and then they're gone. You don't even know that they're gone. And there are some people come and you're just dying for them to go. And there are some people come and you definitely don't want them to go. Is that all right? Hallelujah. Some of you are looking at me like you're not too want to say that you had some phone call and you're just dying. You put it on speaker, get on with what you're getting on with. And the person still going on, still going on. Hallelujah. Okay, you don't want to be rude. You try to be polite, but... Oh, Jesus. God is a good God. We pray their strength as they go back. I want to share a quick word with you on today, part one, and then next week, if the Lord willing, I want us to bring part two, then I will be able to do so. Uh, under the theme, God is not desperate, but he needs us. God is not desperate, but he needs us. The truth of the matter is John 1 from verses 1 to 5 tells us that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God and the Word was God and, and He was in the beginning and all things that were made was made through Him and without Him nothing was made that was made and in Him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shined in darkness, and the darkness was not able to overcome it or to comprehend it. This eternal relationship is perfect without me. The harmony between God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit doesn't require me. Doesn't require me. Many of you... Uh, when the Christmas got an update to your iPads and your games and your phone, I think I'm still at Galaxy 5 or something like that, Samsung. And I don't know which one is the latest one out. Which one is the latest one out, Rural? You don't know, you don't get it yet. Your man is having it on the way coming, not to worry. Keep on being a good boy. But for some person, Galaxy 5 is old. Am I making any sense? And even though it's functioning right and making calls and doing all that it needs, they say they need an upgrade. Oh, yes, they need an upgrade. Not because they need one, but they said they need one. The relationship between God and the Father and the Son don't need an upgrade. Hallelujah. They functioned before I came. Hallelujah. Because it was God who, within his wisdom, say, come let us talk to me here. So before man was God, and nowhere in the scripture tells us that God was lonely. Oh, you're not talking to me. I needed somebody to come and help. So God, yes, God is completing himself. He does not need you. He does not need me. And he doesn't need any, any, anyone else. That means God is completing himself. God doesn't need friends. He 
he doesn't need help. Notice. Uh, understand this, the reason in which God created us. God created us not because he's desperately in need of someone. Because God set his own rule. And the rules that God set, hallelujah, God adhered to the rules that he has set as God. The problem isn't God. The problem isn't God. Because why the problem isn't God? God is infinite. And we are finite. God see the old. And we see him part. Uh, Isaiah tells us in Isaiah 55 in verses 8 to 9. Hallelujah about God for that my thought or not his thought neither my way is his way says the Lord for as high as the heaven is above the earth so God is higher thought is higher and his ways is higher than our ways God in his wisdom created man to stay in the hurt realm to bring his glory from one point of the hurt realm to the other point of the hurt realm. And if you understand how important it is for man to do that in this season is because darkness came and affected the light of God. If you understand when God created man, God came down, the Bible said at the cool of the days, you anybody with me, to speak to man. Did the Bible say that? He came at the cool of the day and God came to speak to man. Until one day God turned up and man said, I hear you, but I can't come out to see you. Because the darkness that came bring revelation and allow me to see things that I, I have never seen before. I am naked, so I can't come out naked to greet you. God is holy. God is eternal. God is almighty. God is totally self-sufficient. Oh, divine God. Mm. He doesn't need any created being. But we need him. Oh, talk to me here. All of God's creation depend upon him for life and for sustenance. Mm. He is the one who sustains us. He is the one who keeps us. The very grass on the field depend on God to grow. The very cattle in the field depend on God to grow. The very insect, as small as it is, that you're running and want to squash with your shoes or your slipper or with some spray, depend upon God 
to move. God is in charge of everything. Mm. Understand this, that God doesn't depend upon anyone. God doesn't depend upon anyone or anything. Mm. God don't suffer no luck. God do not know limitation. God is infinite. He said in Exodus 3 verse 14, I am that I am. That simply means whatever you need him to do or to be, he is. Oh, thank you, divine God. God, we depend upon God to function. John 15, 1 tells us, I am the vine. You are the branches. Without me, we, we, we cannot bear anything. Apart from me, he said, guess what happened to us? We are nothing. Apart from God, we are nothing. So then we establish the case and the fact that God can exist without us. Is that alright? We have established it. We have established that God can exist without us. So understand within the text that you have read, that the text that you have read, that God said to Moses that he have heard the cry of the people and he, God, come down. Notice he didn't say, I'm sending an angel down. Talk to me, church. He said, I, God, come down to deliver the children. But understand this, even though God said, I come down to deliver the children, he said, Moses, I need you. Yeah. Oh, you need to talk to me just now. You see, uh, every person upon this 2020, every person in this church, whether you are saved or you are not saved, have something to contribute to the body of Christ. Understand this. Mm. God also chosen us. God has chosen us to do his work in the earth. Ephesians 2.10 Understand this? Jesus speaks in Ephesians 1.4 God spoke to the following about bearing fruit. And that the fruit that you bear would last, it would remain. Understand this. God has chosen us because he has a purpose in mind for our life. And God chose us because he has a purpose in mind for our life. And that should not, based on the fact that God showed us to go to heaven. Because too many of us just living to go to heaven. Oh my divine God. To live in to go to heaven is very good. Because everybody wants to go to heaven and rest. And according to what everybody saying, Now God if heaven could overcrowd it, it would full. Because everybody dead now is up there looking down. 
understand this God shows us because God have a purpose for our life God called Moses look at it God called Moses and and when God called Moses according to chapter 3 verses 11 the first thing Moses said to God that God I am not qualified to fulfill this calling I'm not qualified God to fulfill this calling in other words he's saying I am not good enough to fulfill this calling uh, Moses start to give God excuse like how the church of God in Christ in one Burlington Street give God excuse God I don't want to do this because even though it's impressed on my spirit I don't want to do this because I'm not yet a member and the church of God get caught up in membership and not in kingdom business or oh, talk to me church there are something of course that membership allow you and certain doors you can't go through without being, being a member of a local church. But if you call in the kingdom of God, you must do kingdom business anywhere you go. Called upon the people who are telling themselves that making excuse to say, Lord, I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. I don't think I can do it good. I don't think I'm able to fit in this God. I don't able to think I'm able to do it. Moses tried with God. Hallelujah. Now look at Moses. Look at Moses. 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 Look at Moses. What Moses is saying. Understand this. That Moses was one member of the ruler, ruling house of Egypt. Notice. Moses was a member of the ruling house in Egypt. So if anybody know how to deliver somebody, shouldn't be Joshua. It should be Moses. Oh, talk to me now, man. But understand this, that Moses start to make excuse and start to look at himself as though some of us look at ourselves. Moses is saying, oh God, look at me now. I was just now, but a little whole shepherd. 40 years ago, God, I came out of the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. When I came out, I was 40. So now you're telling me to go back, Lord, I'm 80. Mm. According to it, there is uh, how many generations span that has passed. God, I am not capable enough to do this job. Oh, thank you, divine God. Understand this. God quickly replied to Moses in verse 12 in the chapter that set before us. God quickly respond to him and tell him, certainly Moses, you say you're inadequate, but you're saying that you're not able to do it. You're saying that you're not qualified, but I'm with you. And you must understand that when you feel like you're not qualified to do something, you're a right tool for God just to say to you, I'm with you. Whenever you get to the place that you start write your story and, 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 and start to sell your book how good you are, then you're not at the place for God to exalt you. But when you're at a place like Moses and say, hey God, arthritis is in the knee and I'm getting whole right now and I'm shaking and I, I, I'm just a shepherd. Notice here, Moses not even mentioned is all his education and stuff that he learned while he was in Egypt. 
because there are sometimes the Lord spoke to my heart this week while I was pondering this sermon in, 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 in my mind that there are too much inadequacy in, in God adequacy too much of God called anointed people sitting back telling God that I can't goodness me if, if, if I ask you to do something king you may can't do it because I may not 100% sure of your ability but if God called you to do something all we need to do is to say yes how can we tell him God God I can't in other words we're saying God you get it wrong you stop at the wrong address. Hmm. Oh. Moses said, God said, I'm with you. I promise. God promised to be with Moses. Hallelujah. Not only that, God promised to be with Moses, but God promised to be with us. Romans chapter 8 verses 31 said, if God is for us, oh, talk to me quickly here. Who can be against us? The second thing Moses said, Moses said, I lacked of knowledge. I lacked of knowledge, God. I can't fulfill this calling because I am lacked of knowledge. God commanded Moses to go and talk to the children of Israel and to tell them that I, God, come to deliver them out of the hands of Pharaoh. And Moses said to God, God, I lacked of knowledge. I do not have any answer to the question that they're going to ask me in chapter in verse 13. Hallelujah. I do not have any answer to the question that they're going to ask me. But in verse in God speak to Moses. And God assure Moses every time we have an excuse, God have a rebut for the excuse. But the fact remains we get so caught up in our excuse. That we don't hear God speaking to us. And we sit down in church for one year and feeling adequate. Two years come, we felt the same way. Five years come, we felt the same way. Ten years pass, we still feeling the same way. Fifteen years pass, we still feeling the same way. Twenty years pass, we still feeling the same way. Man, a time to arise. Hallelujah. And say, God, if you are with me, I will go. Somebody said, Lord, if you ain't going, I ain't. I ain't going. Understand this. Moses said, what shall I say? The next, Moses is asking God, what shall I say? Mm, Moses knew that if he just go and say to the children, children of Israel, they're going to ask him question. Who is the God that sent you? Because in Egypt, there were many different types of God. Uh, I was trying to see if I could get the amount of gods, but I, I ran out of time. There are many different types of God in Egypt. And if Moses should go and say to the children of Israel that God sent him, he's asking which God. But the fact remains that the children of Israel should know their God. Oh, talk to me here. It's not everybody who say, Lord, Lord, is going to enter. And it's not everybody who said, Lord, Lord, to you. You should respond. You should know your God. And if you know your God and somebody come to you and say, God say, there should be a connection. 
connection oh lord god hear me in your spirit that connect you with the person i wish i can talk to somebody here because if jesus sends somebody with a word and you have the holy ghost every time jesus and the holy ghost meet there must be a movement oh god i wish i could preach to a church that would understand me here you don't sit back and wondering if it's god if you have the holy ghost in you and jesus sent pastor to you as i give you that word the word must meet the holy ghost i wish i could call mary and elizabeth to church just now and let them preach to you that that i went up into the hill to see elizabeth and the moment i get in the house and we shook hands, we feet there must be something in you you must have a relationship with god because when you have a relationship with god nobody can confuse you this week they say you're a missionary next week they say you're evangelist the other week they say you're deaconess next week they say you need to pastor a church man you one can't be all of that but if you have god in you oh shabolia you know what to receive and what to reject the devil is a liar Moses afraid to go to them to tell them about God because they are going to ask which God? The children of Israel should only have one God. Church of God in Christ, you should have only what? One God. Love your children but don't make them your God. Love your husband, love your family but don't make them your God. Love your car but don't make it your God. Love your job but don't make it your God. Love your education but don't make it your God. You shall have only one God because the God you have said I'm a jealous God. Hallelujah. So Moses said God uh, I will have no answer uh, to the question that they are going to they are going to ask me. Uh, God responded, verse fourteen and fifteen. God said, "Listen, my man, let me give you the answer when they ask you the question." Too many people afraid to evangelize because they're afraid of the question. Talk to me, the man. We need to move from the place where we just come to church and having a mere relationship with God. I don't know about this, but I wish this year that every member of this church be filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about speaking in tongues and running around church and shaking up yourself. Hallelujah, like you have bad nerves. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about have the Holy Ghost. Oh, talk with me here. I say have the Holy Ghost. We're not talking about no papa, papa, sister, sister, hanky, hanky, uncle, uncle. I'm talking about having the Holy Ghost. Because too many fake ghosts going on in this church. Too many jumping up and shaking says Holy Ghost. We don't say you don't have the Holy Ghost. There is a ghost but the Holy Ghost before it. We need to have the Holy Ghost. Oh talk to me just church of God in Christ. I said talk with me. We need to have the Holy Ghost. When you have the Holy Ghost you know how to detect some stuff. The Bible said the Spirit of the Lord searched for things, isn't it? And He searched for the deep things. You need the Holy Ghost. Because every now and then you feel like failing. Is there anybody feel like giving up? Is there anybody feel like they didn't want to come back to church? Is there anybody feel like they want to pack in it? But just as you're about to think so, the Holy Ghost just pick you up. Get out of your bed. Put on your clothes. Oh, I don't want nobody to have no feeling in here. I want people to have the Holy Ghost. Too much sin are Christian we need men to have the Holy Ghost this morning I 
I'm up for it. Later on, I'm I'm just a fit. Come on, man. You need something extra. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you need something extra. I know you love the Lord, neighbor, but you need something extra. You need the Holy Ghost. That when he tell you you can't do something, and self tell you you can't do something, and the church members say you can't do something, and pastors say you can't do it, you feel the Holy Ghost. Start to move in the belly of your spirit, and start to push you, and say, I can do all things to Christ. That strengthened me here. I said, it's good to dance, and, and it's good to shout, and it's good to feel good, but brother, sister, 22, we're going to need the endowment we're going to need a double portion of the Holy Ghost that when I feel like I can't make it something is pushing me and I hear in the belly of my spirit that with a conquering truth we shall push ahead and roll oh thank you Jesus Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What shall I say? What shall I say? I am. Oh, oh hey, hey. I am. Oh, what shall I say? When my back is against the wall and I, and I run out of words and this worldly wise man back me up and I don't know what to say. He take the very scripture I quote and turn it back on me. What shall I say? Oh God, I think I hear Dr. Reddy said, I must get out of the way now and say, take over Holy Ghost. Give me deep revelation. Oh Lord, talk to me church here. Give me deep revelation. Let me speak thus said the Lord. I am I am that I am if I may run quickly here to make a close here uh, understand this understand it's the third thing Moses said within the text here if I may run over to chapter 4 if you don't mind Moses Moses said Moses said I, I do I do not believe I can fulfill this calling I do not believe I can fulfill this calling. In other words, he's saying, God, the people won't believe me. No? I joke, God, they're not going to believe me. <laughs> Ooh. Moses answered and said, verse 1 in chapter 4, But behold, thou shalt not believe me, nor walk it unto thy voice. For thou wilt say, the Lord has not talked to me, the man. Too many people in your ministry. Too many people in your ministry. Too many people in your calling. Every time God say you to do something and what is in your belly of your spirit, all you're looking at is what the people will say. How so many people get in your ministry? How do your ministry become a crowd? And as far as I'm concerned, my wife is not even in my ministry. My ministry is personally between me and God. She only have to support and encourage me in my ministry. 
my wife ministries between she and God. I have to want to encourage her and support. How do we get four, five, six people in my ministry telling me what the people think and what the people are going to say? Who cares what the people think and what the people have to say? If you do good, the people is going to think and say, and if you don't do good, how do you have come to church and God have something in the belly of your spirit? And you say, I can't do it because the people is going to say, who cares what the people church and think all little things they said all yard did they call me call me all kind of name and the more they call me the more me feel like moving on so they tell God what the people have to say who care what people have to say let people mind their own business and those who won't mind their own business let them get up in your business while you carry on with your business stop mind what people is going to say too much of you in here that God have a calling on your life or ministry. God didn't send you here by accident. You're not in this church by coincidence. It's, it's, it's not a mistake why God placed you in this local church. Whether you're here for one month, whether you're here for one year, or whether you're coming from the schoolroom. Nothing to do with it. We passed them church politics long time. Kingdom business we're talking about. We're not talking about church politics. We're not talking about who just come and who here long time. We passed those rubbish long time. We are taking the kingdom of God out of the hands of the devil. We are plucking man out of darkness and bring them in the marvelous light. God Almighty, don't desperate, but God need you. This is here. We're going to get up in the name of Jesus and say, I'm going to do thus, said the Lord. And I don't care what the people have to say. If God sent me, I'm going. Is there anybody up in here that said, if God sent me, I'm going. If God sent me, I'm going. Whether they like me or not, whether they listen to me or not, if you could call for the hey, God Almighty Noah and ask Noah. Noah said, hey, if you have the maths up, it's 120 years I'm doing this thing and nobody never come to the altar. Nobody ever come to the altar. Have crusade for 120 here. Preaching sermon. And everybody come. They help him fix the church. They put on the roof. They give him new furniture. Everything to help him. But nobody come to the altar. And Moses get up and now I get up and preach again. And you're saying God wants me to pray this church through. But I don't know what the people is going to say. And you sit on it, you sit on that ministry and letting the church lock in. You're letting the church lock in. God is going to hold you against you. Hold it again. I feel like tell somebody this just now before I close. God is going to hold it against you. You're sitting down, locking. God said, if you start praying, people will be saved. If you start praying, healing will burst out in this church. Miracle will start take place. But you just sit down thinking of what people is going to say. How do people get in my ministry when my ministry is personal? Between me and God. And some persons sit so long that they don't feel no move anymore to get up, okay? Oh God. Sit so long. Resisting for so long that he don't speak to them anymore. And so he, when Shawnee said, Stand and worship, 
We don't hear that. Our spirit don't hear a word. Other people worship, we spectating, not unsafe. Because nothing is in your spirit. Oh, you're not talking to me here. Because when something is in your spirit and somebody shout a hallelujah over there, you didn't plan to shout one. I wish I had a Holy Ghost church up in here. You never really planned to, to shout one. The Holy Ghost started moving and you didn't want to get up. You even forgot that you have pain in your joints. It's when you jump up, you remember, say so you have pain because something. people that have the Holy Ghost is here and said in the name of Jesus mm, I stop at this in the name of Jesus I'm going to push the church of God in Christ forward let me close here but the songwriter said Lord Bishop Martin said Lord whatever you up to in 2020 Oh, shall go to God Almighty. I'm begging you. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you hope to. I don't know what you hope to in this church, God, because, because I don't have a clue what you hope to. But whatever you hope to for 2020, Lord, please. Is there anybody want to say, Lord, please? Don't do it without me. If you're healing in this season. I wish I had Bishop Martin to come and preach this now. He said, please, Lord, don't do it without me. If you need a hands to lay, Lord, whatever you have to 2020, my hands is available. Please, Lord, please, Lord, if you're blessing in this season, please, Lord, don't do it without me. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, because we're going to do it together. Is there anybody know we're going to do it together? Hold on to your neighbor as a neighbor. We are going to do it together in the name of Jesus. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. I think I heard the scripture speaking. And if I need to go and see my mother-in-law, brother Howard, I, I, I can drive to see my mother-in-law. If I need to go and see our jurisdictional bishop, I can drive to go and see my jurisdictional bishop. If I need to see Pastor Maxine in France, I can drive to go to France. But brothers and sisters, if I need to see my mother, I can't drive to go see my mother. I need to take a flight. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking to anybody here. I said I need to take a flight. If I need to go and see Bishop Charles Blake, I can't drive to see him. I have to take a flight. So there are something that I can do by myself. For one shall chase a thousand. But if I can get somebody with me here, we're going to drive some demons. We're going to drive some devils. We're going to drive some sickness. If I can get some with me in the name of Jesus to say we are going to pray we're going to praise until some stuff happen we're going to pray until some stuff happen we're going to worship until some stuff happen we don't want to drive it next door
don't want to drive it next door because if you drive it next door it might go to Bishop Brooks it might go to Mount Zion we don't want to drive them next door we want them to take a flight or talk to the church of God I said we want them to take a flight reach at the airport book a one-way ticket get out of my church get out of my marriage get out of my life get out of my finance but I can't do it together I'm going to need you 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 I'm going to need I'm going to need you for one transaction a thousand but two Hallelujah! 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 They must go to flight. They must go to flight. This year is my year of divine favor. This year is my year of fulfilling my ministry. Satan in the name of Jesus. Satan in the name of Jesus. every dead vision I call to every dead vision arise right now I command you to live I call you back to life dead vision and I say live in the name of Jesus every dead anointing I call to every dead anointing and I said dead anointing come back to life come for dead anointing come for dead ministry yeah. Yeah. because this year I'm going to take it by force me come here for take it I'm not going to it me come here for take it by force I just need one person to stand with me in the name of Jesus and say we're taking it we take it Let's do it. But this year, 
this year in the church of God in Christ at 1 Burlington Street we are going to come together and we are going to put some stuff put them to flight in the name of Jesus and we are going to build the kingdom of God oh thank you Jesus we are going to plunder hell and populate heaven we are going to let cancer know that Jesus rise with healing in his wing we are going to let high blood pressure know that the blood of Jesus can bring every pressure down this year should worship come to church and can't worship because the spirit of oppression spirit of depression hold them and tie them down too many people come to church and that should be in church in the hospital doctor said tell you some names that I don't one person just told me a name since today I never heard that before of all kind of sicknesses the church need to arise church need to arise go down to Pharaoh I'll finish next week if the Lord help me go down to Pharaoh you can't just go to Pharaoh you have to have the Holy Ghost <laughs> because I heard that Pharaoh of Sasara I'll preach next week I'll preach I heard that Pharaoh of Sasara that can show the right to so you better make sure if you go and get the Holy Ghost it's time to let Pharaoh know that God said let my
send you next door to sleep or downstairs to sleep or you have your big queen size, king size, whatever better, you fall up in a settee about you asleep. It's time for you to get up in the name of Jesus. Say enough is enough. Let God said let. Let me marriage go. It's not a request. It's a order. Pull up. This is the here. All of us that are on the periphery of Christian life. Waiting for the wave to bring the water to your feet. This is the here when we are not going to do it anymore. We're going to show ourselves out in the deep. Oh, talk to me just now here. We're going to go right up. We're going to let water get to our ankle. We're going to get water get to our knee. Can I hear the prophet speaking even now? We need water to get to our waist, man. Too long, too long we out here waiting for the, for the wave to bring it in. And you don't even understand that you have Britain, Britain seaside. You don't even understand that's where you stand up. Britain seaside don't bring water to your way, to your feet. You have to be in the Caribbean where you have good sea. Not being rude. And breeze that blow. And sometimes when water comes, you're wet up to your waist. Talk to me now, man. We can't sit back waiting in a sea that is drawing itself in. And waiting for it to bring water. You stay there until we dry. We need to walk out. And said, this is 2020. I want you to get to my shoulder. Is there anybody with me? Hey, 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 hey. And when I get to my shoulder, I'm not going to satisfy. I'm going to say, oh, shake us. We're going to say, Lord, I need to go a little bit deep. Hey, 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 hey. Until I'm covered. Anybody want to be saturated? Anybody want to swim in the anointing? Talk to me here. Is there anybody want to swim in the anointing? Not an anointing that only touching your toe every now and then. But I want to cover till I start to swim. I let the wave of the Holy Ghost take me wherever he wants to take me. And I start to see where he may lead me. I will go. I don't know where you take me, Lord. But, uh, but wherever you take me. As the altar worker come, I need to pray for somebody. Oh. Oh, oh Jesus. This is our here. Can't be the same church this year as we be. Can't be the same people. God is calling you for kingdom business. He's not desperate, but he needs you. God is not desperate, but he needs you. God is not desperate but he needs you and save he needs you I line out some stuff next week if the Lord willing some of you good at some stuff to enhance the kingdom of God and you just sit back with it whoa, whoa, whoa. God needs the teenagers. Come on and help me, surely say, hey Lord, what is We need Christians with consistency to 
too much inconsistency. We need Christian with consistency. With spiritual passion and spiritual integrity. Come on, everybody, lift your voice and say, Lord. I don't know what you have to Holy Ghost. But, but, but I want to be part and parcel of what you're doing even now. Yes, I don't want to be the spectator. I don't want to stand and watch others doing it. But I want to be part and parcel of what the Lord is doing. Yes, yes. No more procrastinating. We are moving forward. We are pushing forward. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Say. For too long we sit down watching and thinking. God needs our talent. I'll speak to you about that. God needs our resources. And God needs our gifting. Lord. He wants to anoint us with what we have. Say one more time. Say Lord. Come on, make it powerfully, make it powerfully. Yes, make it powerfully. Don't say it because we say you should say. But sing it because you ask give him a request. Whoa.
somebody will say yes to the Lord today. And somebody will say yes to the Lord. This will be a new beginning for somebody. To become a member of the body of Christ. Today, that someone will be committed to the cause. We just want our hearts to be saying what our lips are saying to God. today we may have wasted many months and years but today pastors embracing us that we reclaim our rightful place in him for everybody to take up a mantle and run with it run with it today run with it today anybody in this house who's not saved Those of us who are sitting down in the house for a long time, we've been urged to get up and activate that ministry that God has given to each one of us. Knowing that God will never give any one of us a task that he knows well that we cannot carry out. He knows we're quite capable of doing it. And that's why he has chosen us to do it. Let's go back and pick up that which we have left and rekindle that fire again. It says, Lord, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Lord, I'm coming back. finish off your last bit at the altar, altar workers, I'll give you another 30 seconds or so to finish up.
Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today. We just want to say thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy, your favor towards us. Lord, we have gone astray. We sat down with our ministry. When we should be active for you, we become spectators. When we should be active for you, we criticize what others have been doing. But you have sent us a reminder again today. Because you love us. Because you care for us. Each one of us knows who you are talking to. And as we hear your words, God, we just want to become obedient to them. Help us to go back and take up those ministries that you have given to us. Those areas that we couldn't find the courage to stand tall in. I pray your Holy Spirit would help us this time to do a better job than we tried to do before. Lord, remember those who become weary that you will lift them up again, Jesus. Those who become tired, that you will stir their spirits again. You will awaken, God. We just need that stirring. That as we leave from here today, God, no one will need to ask, but our fellow men will see the difference in each one of us. That we have changed. We are moving forward. Lord, our flesh cannot do it, but we need your Holy Spirit to empower us to be able to carry out the task that you've designed for us. And so remember those who are not yet empowered. We ask that you visit us again, Jesus. That you breathe upon us again, O oh Holy Father, so that we can do your work effectively. Our bodies will get weary will get tired but when your spirit is with us when your anointing is upon us it helps us to go that extra mile Lord remember those who have been hindered they have a mind and a desire but they've been hindered by different things you know the chains that binds each one of us but I pray in the name of Jesus that you will cut those chains asunder so that we can be free, so that we can be vacant for you, God. Remember our families, those who are not yet saved. I pray that you bring that change, God. You will turn things around. Remember that your servant who brought your words today. We ask for a fresh anointing upon your servant. The enemy doesn't like what he has said today, what he has done. But I pray, God, that you will cover him. Cover him, Lord, I pray. Let him stand tall in your presence. And prepare him again, God, for the next mission. And so, Lord, remember those who are in the house today. They're not well, but upon their good desires, they are pressed. They have made the effort in being here today. I pray you touch their sick brothers. I pray you touch their situations. You touch their circumstances. Whatever it might be, God. You will touch them. And for those who could not be here today, I pray even as you're blessing us, you will not pass them by. They had the mind, they had the desire, but somehow the body would not allow them. I pray God that even now you'll minister to them. You'll embrace them and let them know that you're still for them. 
And so, God, as we go one from another today, we thank you for our homes and the different provisions that you have made. Remember those who haven't got a place to call home. I am begging you, Lord, that even as you've remembered us, you will remember them too. And so, God, go with us, lead the way from watch over us, and help us to remember that church does not end here, but it continues throughout the week. Thank you for hearing us and for blessing us, Father, as we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Subscribe for the next Kojic Aston podcast episode. We'll see you next week. God bless.